0: Welcome to the Love Cars On The Grid podcast, your global motorsport roundup with me, Tiffany Dell and Paul Woodman.
1: Welcome to episode 20 of Love Cars On The Grid, your global motorsport roundup where an absolutely rampant weekend of motorsport, including the man Tiffany Dell, but Some really sad, really some news that really hit home to a lot of people uh, this weekend as well. That we're going to start off with, kick off with, which is uh, an incredibly sad death of a marshal at uh, Brands Hatch and Tiff. I mean, you you know, you speak incredibly highly
0: of uh, of the Orange Army all over the world. Such a sad thing to, you know, we can't go race without them. You know, they're they're incredibly brave. They trust each other. You know, they look over their shoulders to each other and. uh, you know that they're they're kept behind barriers more than they were in the past. But you know on this occasion it was a post that I don't know whether there was any protection or not. But uh, you know this car got out of control, and still really on the straight, you know, and uh, hit the barriers on the approach to Paddock Hill Bend, and, and there were two marshals in a post that, that got hit. And uh, yeah, you know we, we can't go racing without them. I mean it's their hobby, and you know it shouldn't be dangerous for them. But they know it is. You know there's an element of danger being a marshal. Um, but they're an amazing bunch. You know they they. they it's like nice the love and passion you know that a huge family the orange army and you know just loss of one marshal the whole family of the whole of Britain you know probably overseas as well the we would have heard you know would have been really sad that this has happened um it can occasionally occasionally happen you know we're never fully safe whether we're drivers or marshals and it's something sad to we have, we have to accept might happen but really really you know feel we should, it shouldn't be happening but just occasionally it does, and you know, it I, does. I thought it just go out to the family and uh, you know, all I'm our l- sympathies. Yeah, absolutely, and I've read some lovely tributes on on the man as
1: well. Um, I won't mention his name because uh, if you want to see that, you probably see it online. Um, but I, the marshals for me, when I first started racing, which was you know only fairly recently, the. I always thought, what a grumpy bunch! But they're there <laughs> for the reason. But they are. But because you've got people like you and I, or well, not you, but, but people like me that sort of jump out on track and think, oh yeah, this is okay. Yeah. But they're yeah. there for a reason for, for our safety. So we, we owe a huge amount to them. And, and I got to say that one of the best things about racing is when you finish a race. And I, if you if you don't know this, but when you finish race, whether it's a Grand Prix race or a little little Caterham race. All the marshals afterwards are waving the flags and waving and, and saying, well done, or whatever. So And whatever mood yeah. you've been in, however bad your race is, it just, you go around and you just feel amazing. You beat the horn and wave, and uh, I probably wave a little bit too much, but yes, yeah, a big, <laughs> big, 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 big respect. And uh, like you say, our sympathies
0: uh, go out to uh, his family. And also, really, a you know, message to all drivers, you know, that we don't back off enough with, with yellow flags. You know, mm. I got a warning, I got a, a reprimand, Uh, for not backing off enough just this year at brands and you know we all tend to sort of think you know we're safe and we're going at the right speed under yellow flags but you know the reason why there's so many pace cars now is because drivers aren't slowing down enough when they see yellow flags and obviously this wasn't that situation it wasn't under a yellow flag situation but uh, they are out there you know pushing cars out of the way when we're driving past what we think are very reduced speeds but you know it still can be too fast in certain situations. so yeah, great respect for them and uh, obviously a very sad occasion.
1: Uh, and one final thing on that you just touched on it that it's a lot of their hobbies, but most of the weekend racing is 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 volunteer so these people don't get paid during the week if it's a corporate event or something that's different but they're you know this is these are unpaid uh, people as well so very important i'm going to do a day's marshalling at castle coombe um not by choice i hasten to add is because i got three points on my license for uh, go missing a, a black and white flag but that's another spot. So thing. to be able to get those points off my license i'm going to do a day's marshalling which i'm looking forward to and even more so now i have to say but um let's move on and let's move on to a bit of carnage but uh, flipping action pack grand prix in hungary and starting off with a <laughs> what was a disaster first corner but a dream i guess for mercedes-benz mercedes amg with bottas seeking yeah. out two red bulls <laughs> on
0: the first corner my goodness Pinball, pinball effect. You know, they can't hit. I can't hit Max directly. I tweeted this. Someone <laughs> thought I was serious. I said this. Is, obviously, they'd planned to use another car to hit Max with in a pinball attack. But, uh, but I, we all love it. This is what we look forward to: is these surprise results. It's usually odd weather that causes it. You know, or something weird happening. You know, we've had a few of these unexpected winners. We had again Gasly at Monza a couple of years back in, in Alpha Touri. Uh, then we had Perez in um, Azerbaijan. You know when. Max's punch happened, then Lewis hit the wrong button on his steering wheel. So we had a couple of surprise winners, and this was yet another one uh, of young Ocon, who's very highly rated. You know, but he only qualified eighth. You know, we're we're not really thinking here that this is going to be the winner of the race. Um, But so many things helped him win that race, beginning with with the Bottas doing the pinball wizard. Uh, Then Lance Troll from way back on the grid. Deciding not to take out Ocon, but to overtake Ocon on the grass and then nail Leclerc. So that got rid of the Ferraris. So we got rid of the Red Bulls and the Ferraris. And through all the chaos, Ocon from eight on the grid, you know, emerged second behind behind Lewis and Perez and what, was off and everybody of else. And,
1: one of the big contributing factors that was actually Alonso. Alonso did him a massive favor holding him up so much. What do you think? Yeah, of the, that was the for, next thing. Yeah. For those of you who didn't see it, Alonso was
0: quite aggressive in defending his line now what's your view on that Tiff he was brilliant he was absolutely spot on he never he gave always gave Lewis an inch to play with no more than an inch uh, but before before we got there of course you know we had this weird thing with George Russell trying to lead the Grand Prix did you I don't know what he thought he was doing because I looked looked, looked you know because I was watching after the event because I'd been at Silverstone all day but all of a sudden, he came out of the pit lane ahead of the pack. We all thought he was about to lead a Grand So he actually, of for those who that
1: didn't see it again, he undertook everybody lining a whole up on <laughs> the pit lane ready to go. And it was the most bizarre restart because Louis <laughs> Hamilton was the only person on the grid waiting for the lights to go out, and uh, which is probably a very bad choice. But, um, yeah, George Russell, as he carry on, he undertook yeah. everybody that was queuing patiently and led the three. <laughs>
0: Oh, he did. But so uh, the other weird thing is, you know, why didn't Lewis stop? I cannot believe. I mean, Ocon admitted afterwards he was worried that he was doing the wrong thing. You know, but even so, you thought Lewis I and mean, quite what the FIA would have done. I bet there's no rule book saying if everybody pits when they're supposed to be going to the grid. I don't know what they would have done. Well, well we, In we more just- more FIA chaos. They would have gone to the rule book to try and get them. Well, would the race have restarted as the cars all left the pit then? I don't know. But we uh, just got a tweet anyway. from David, uh, one
1: of our regulars on on Twitter, one of the guys just said this and said, what would have happened if Lewis had got out of his car on the grid and walked away? Could they have let anyone out of the pits or would the result have have had to have been called there and then, i.e. Lewis winning? But it's all, I don't know, that's all a bit uh, confusing. (laughs) But it was a bizarre race. Lots of action all the way through. And like you said, the weather yeah. definitely contributed to that. And as a surprise winner, you would have got good odds on, on Ocon. And you would have got great odds as it happened uh, because of Sebastian Vettel's penalty, or, or Aston Martin's penalty, I should say. Uh, the fact that you had a Spanish driver third and fourth
0: which is uh, yeah. pretty unheard of with science and Alonso. But it, it, wasn't, it was so... I mean, Lewis's comeback, you know, from, from the last to third, you know, apart from Alonso's amazing defence, you know, Alonso probably won it for Ocon as much as strolled in and Bottas did earlier on in the race, uh, knocking everybody out of the way. But you without know, Alonso's incredibly, beautifully driven defence, you know, he just gave Lewis an inch everywhere, you know. Lewis, come on, man! Come on, man! He's not giving me room, man. (laughs) And uh, it was a fabulous defence by a brilliant driver who helped his his young teammate win the race. Gasly came up through the field quite well as well. Uh, Science came back up through quite well. So some good drives all round. And of course, you know, Williams got their two points finishes. George was in tears um, when he tried to speak to the the press, you know, about it. Even though a bit annoyed probably Latifi was ahead of him, but of course Latifi got through that. Uh, opening corner better than George did Um, so it's amazing stuff you know William's getting two point scoring finishes Uh, Lewis then exhausted he's got thinks he's got long COVID I think Lewis (laughs) must be exhausted flipping down he's had two massive high pressure races Silverstone coming back catching Leclerc driving 10 tenths the whole way but again, Ram, of the toughest circuits physically, I'm not surprised he feels <laughs> like he's got long COVID um, to come through. Fabulous results, you know, all round. And, um, yeah, I'll tell you a, I'll tell you a fabulous Prix. result.
1: A fabulous result from that Grand Prix. Max Verstappen, or Red Bull, pit stop, 1.88 <laughs> seconds. Un. Flipping believable, that's. But not that it meant, not the meant anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess when, when, the yeah, off, when the pressure's off, when the pressure's off is good. See, Oliver um, is here, as you know. You just had a chat before we uh, went live, and he's um, he's worried that our thirty-two viewers. So my son is uh, in the room. He's worried that our thirty-two viewers might see. So,
0: Wait, Oliver, what come on in! On, so, Don't you on, get saki with us? Oh, oh, so so we, we're, we're over 500 now. We're
1: kicking on. We're he's kicking getting on. all shy. He's getting all shy. So, an amazing Grand Prix. And do you want to comment on the um, uh, on the the Aston Martin fuel? It is a it's a rule. I mean, it seems harsh yeah. when Bottas Bottas gets a five place grid penalty for for taking out all those uh, <laughs> all those drivers, and then and then poor old Seb gets yeah. gets,
0: gets a, a penalised and, and a lot loses of his you know, a lot of people on Twitter and moaning about it, you know, Chris Harris Harrison saying, you know, it's a bit stupid. The trouble is, you know, a lot of people muck around with petrol. It's one of the easiest ways to cheat is to have illegal fuel to give you more power. Um, then on top of that, the race engineers love to have the car as light as possible. And quite often you'll see a driver fuel saving simply because the engineers chose not to fill up the tanks the maximum capability, um, to, to, to have as less little weight as possible at the start. So they play with this fuel like mad. But the point is because of the fuel regulations, it's a bit like drug testings in the in the Olympics. You know, you get to a sample for the A and a sample B and a sample for the team and a sample of the FIA. So in order to test the fuel correctly, they probably need at least a liter, so you can divide it up into everyone's portions to do all the post race tests. So it's been a very strict rule for an awful long time. I know when it happens, it looks very bad for the sport. But it is one rule that everybody knows about. It's very strict. It means exclusion. Um, So, you know, if the team went a bit short on fuel, that is really their own fault for judging it wrongly. And you know what? Seb's been there, done that, got the T-shirt.
1: It, it, you, of course, there's a bit of sympathy there for him. But if it was someone like a, a George Russell or a Norris or somebody that's never been on that step of the podium, mm. you would feel really bad. But Seb, you know yeah. what? You've won enough anyway. So it wasn't just the the main event, the Grand Prix. It was also Formula 3 and W Series that was supporting in Hungary. And they're both pretty, pretty
0: spectacular, actually. <laughs> there was lots going on. Formula 3. <laughs> The sprint races—we get the sprint races. I don't take into account because they're all stupid reverse grids. But uh, I'm sure Japan's Ayuama Iwasawa was very, um, very pleased with his sprint win, as was Italian Matteo Nanini, the nephew of Alessandro Nanini, Grand Prix driver. But the real race that really counted, where they qualified, they started, where they qualified meritorious—you know what I mean—meritocracy. This Norwegian Dennis Hauger. Um, he just looks like he is the busy. He's, he's already almost got double the points of anyone else. Norway, so goodness, Norway. <laughs> oh, gosh, that's a bad joke. No. Yes, he's, he's doing Word. well, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> a breast bit. Oli Oli our best Brit, he only had an eighth place finish in the final, but he's had a solid season. He's actually third in the points, um, way off the top, but he's had a good, solid year. Um, not spectacular. that is Haugen, the man W series, of course. The Brits were out there again. Uh, we've dominated really the W Series since it began. It was just Jamie Chadwick. It's now Jamie Chadwick and Alice Powell who finished in that order at, uh, in the Hungora Ring. Um, and they're well out in the front of the championship. It looks like a two-way fight for the title. And Hungary. not so good. The rest of our other three Brits didn't fare. So, well, Jess Hawkins had 10th, Abby Eaton 13th and Sarah Moore 15th. But... Uh, Certainly, W Series will fly in the flag. Ollie's just gone past and no, Ollie's know. gone by again. Vicky, period,
1: didn't do so well. She had a she had a no, she had a bit of a it. tough weekend this weekend, I think. So, uh, um, yeah, poor 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 old Vicky on that <laughs> one. And um, it's nice to see Abby Eaton on on lockdown as well. The uh, Grand Tour lockdown. Did you see that? Have you watched that? You haven't had time, have you? Because we'll no, come no. on to that in a moment. You've been, okay. you've been off racing yourself, but uh, it's <laughs> nice to see Abby doing some fast laps at Knock Hill, I think it was, on lockdown, which was quite good. Um, Also in Europe,
0: we had the Spa 24 Hour, which, um, did you like that? Did you enjoy that? It's a fabulous, absolutely fantastic GT race. In the last five, six, seven, eight, now sparred 24 hours have been the most epic 24-hour races. The weather is always rain and horrible <laughs> and fog <laughs> and mist. And, of course, there was this horrendous crash early on with Jack Aker, the Brit. Jack Aker was one of the four drivers. Huge crash at Radion, the top of the hill after Eau Rouge. And it was, oh, there was there was a burning engine on top of the tyre wall on the exit of Radion that come out the back the Lamborghini. It was that violent, the impact. Unfortunately, a couple went to hospital and uh, there's no really serious injuries as far as I know. Um, You can't be sure. So the old O Rouge radio, I don't know what's going to happen there. You know, it, there's always these big shunts, that awful fatality in Formula Two. And obviously I'd hate them to put a chicane at the bottom of the hill. I think most so What's the answer would. to it? what's what is the answer and to? Well, this? Race, just keep it going. Uh, well, this crash was caused by a rebound from the left. And maybe if you took a bit more of the banking back on the left as they go up the hill when the cars go off, it might stop that rebound into the track. As long as you do that, and then really police trap limits, that's why we can't keep on, you know, putting these huge tarmac car parks out, which make it safer if we then allow drivers to use it to their advantage. So, uh, you know, I don't want to take that bank back, but I'd rather do that than have them put a horrible chicane at the bottom of the hill.
1: And of course, but the, anyway, speed the racing is, went on. The speed is so incredible, isn't it? Coming up yeah. o- over erosion and, and, and yeah. Uh, yeah, it's fast old speed. but it,
0: it was an amazing race of ups and downs, and the, the last the 15 minutes it rained again which gave an opportunity for the Ferrari that was second to catch leading Audi and with about 10 minutes to go with a 24-hour race he went around the outside of the Audi through Blanchemont, the really fast corner pouring rain uh, pulled out what was he led by about um, I don't know it's about nine seconds at the end of the race to win by so it was just a fabulous battle it went right to the finish um, good British result. Ross Gunn was part of the team of in Aston Martin finished third overall, so a good result for Ross there. Uh, the other best Brit Nick Tandy was fifth in a Porsche. Now there's a bit of a story to the Nick Tandy Porsche team. Warning to you kids out there: these flipping scooters. Um, it all looks very cool driving in the paddock. they were up at Silverstone rounders. They're all going around posing on the little electric scooters. But uh, the Belgian Laurent Van who was part of Tandy's team, he had a tangle with a. Quad bike in the paddock going posing around on his scooter ended up in hospital, had to miss the rest of the race, they were one wow. man down. Um, you know, the, these kids are as fit as possible, they can walk, can't they, from the race truck back to the garages? And it's a growing trend i am noticing in motorsport paddocks, everyone posing around on their little. I don't electric think it's posing, I think them. some of the paddocks
1: are so big, I think they just
0: uh, it just saves a bit of time, Tiff. it just it's not about posing. lazy. I've walked up and down all my life. They can walk up. They're fitter than I've ever been. So you know, get them back. But a great spa weekend, as always, always controversy, always a bit dangerous. And I have to say that
1: as a uh, as a viewer of motorsport, and as a as a you know, I I appreciate motorsport. When there's rain, and when there's uncertainty, and when you don't know what's going on, it's brilliant. But when the shoes on the other foot, and you're driving, and you don't know whether it's going to rain or whether it's (laughs) going to be sunny, it is horrid. It's so awful. Especially when you gamble on your setup, and and uh, and this, and, and we're talking tiny, insignificant motorsport. You you know these guys, these for world championships. It's
0: uh,
1: mm. yeah, it's it's. But but yeah, I
0: like a bit of uncertainty as well. Um, and that's a great race to go to. People that are you know just addicted to go to Le Mans twenty four hour race. So you know, go to Spa as well for a, for a visit in the next few years. It's it's, it's an amazing part of the atmosphere event to go, to. As well, isn't it? Uh, Nervous. Nürbur- yeah, yeah,
1: Spa, yeah. Le Mans. it's not just yeah. Le Mans. Le Mans got the big following, of course, but uh, they're all brilliant party atmospheres. Yeah. I'm too old for that. Um, BTCC, <laughs> UK,
0: UK BTCC yeah. was back. Talking of crashing, you're yeah, talking of crashing. <laughs> Autumn Park. bark. Oh my goodness! I don't know how many red flags there. What a weekend of shut. There were minis bouncing off barriers, barrel rolling down the middle of the track, race stoppages, Janetta Juniors crashing into other, touring cars were smashing into each other, having restarts. And it does actually bring up this whole question of, you know, the amount of accidents that are going on. Because the Formula 4, the single-seater boys, was about the only race, I think, I didn't watch all three, but I'm sure it was the only race without a red flag or a big crash. Um, because with the open wheels, there is this element of danger. I think more and more, it's horrible to say that the sport is getting too safe. And so we just bully each other with cars and they're just banging into into each other's doors. They complete overtaking manoeuvres with two wheels on the grass. I mean, it looks spectacular. It's brilliant to watch. But, you know, a lot of crashing is going on because I think we just disrespect each other um, because, you know, you don't think you're going to get hurt and so you'll just bully the car sideways. So... There's this fine balance between allowing door-banging racing that the spectators love and these big, big shunts. And the mini that hit the barrier, it was a classic case of when you rejoin and you're half a length ahead. And so you want to bully back onto the track. You've been off the road on the runoff. So you come back in and the bloke who's on the tracks, well, you're not coming in, you've been off. And it's this you get turned around the front of the car you know because the guy won't move yep. you move and round the front you go it was out of cascades and he hit the middle of a barrier of, of um, armco and it acted like a springboard i've never seen anything like it because he hit it side on then it threw this mini up into the air if you haven't seen it you would go on shorts sure on youtube somewhere then he rolled through the middle of the pack setting everybody else scattering and uh, there was a frightening crash. and um, A couple more Awesome Park Cascades, both in touring cars and the Minis, or and Porsches. The Porsches were hitting each other. Um, you get nerfed wide going down towards Cascades. You end up on the grass. You then go down the grass and hit someone who's totally innocent going around the corner. Jade Edwards got caught in one of those shunts. Um, I think we've got to calm down a bit as drivers uh, respect each other a bit more. But quite how we but it's do its not going to happen in BTCC. Of all,
1: of all the sports, of all the uh, disciplines, yeah. I hate to say that's the—it's not going to happen. They, they do; it's almost synonymous with with it, really, isn't it? Brilliant yeah. drivers, wheel yeah. to wheel, so hard to overtake, and and it's and you kind of you do see it every single race where they're
0: using their car to, to barge through almost. Mm. Anyway. Congratulations, through all the, the mayhem. Dan Robot won the first race for Honda. He's really coming on strong. Dan now as a, a sort of works driver with the Honda team. Um, Rory Butcher, always good, the Scots boy, that won his first win for Toyota. And Senna Proctor was on pole position before it all began, had, had won the reverse grid race in his Honda. So congratulations to all of them. And thanks for the entertainment. I love watching it all, but <laughs> whoa, I'm not sure I want to be in it. What, um, a, what about what about two wheels are you uh, it's yeah. super bikes it was a great weekend for British fans they're a fabulous choice you also apart for the whole BTCC package and have the super bikes Silverstone we'll talk a minute we had the, the classic for the, for the classic cars the super bikes around Thruks, huge crowd, always. Oh, it's just awesome around that circuit. The bike's so over, bucking yeah. and weaving. I'm uh, the Aussie, Jason O'Halloran won all three again. He's really dominated the series on his Yamaha this year. Um, but yeah, just fabulous racing, all very close. I would just want to point out Danny Kent. Um, he got a third place in the last race. He was our Moto3 champion in 2015 wow! he was our first world moto gp champion since barry sheen you know we haven't had many wow. champions 76 was he there had, no later when was barry sheen know, late 70s early 80s I yes know. late 70s long time but you know danny's had a hard life he, he went to moto 2 it didn't work he's had a lot of problems both on and off track uh, he got a suspended jail sentence you know life's been pretty horrible I'm, i don't know any of the details so i'm not you know championing him because i don't know him at all but he had a third place in the last race. And for, for a kid that, you know, was a world champion to have had so many problems in life, to come through and, you know, get a podium again. As a motorbike racer, you know, I think we should uh, go About congratulations. Just to him. the just the mental resilience, I think.
1: Uh, I, again, I don't know. I, yeah. The mental resilience. No. Yeah, congratulations on that. Um,
0: He's had a lot of trouble, so it's good to see him on a podium. Yeah. And then, of course, the Silverstone Classic, where five I've races five, for you? five races. Five races <laughs> <And, laughs> And I was doing the TV presentation.
1: Hang on a minute. So, hang on a minute. Hang on. <laughs> Let me just cast your mind back. Last time you did five races, you got five podiums. You're going to tell me you've gone one better. You got five podiums, five first
0: places, five top steps. Is that right? No. no it didn't, didn't go so well. Didn't didn't go so well. <laughs> More competitive fields, one has to quickly say. And. Uh, <laughs> oh the weather was awful so I and mean, they have the rock and roll concert you know he's going back again <laughs> <laughs> huge campsites every type of car's got his club sitting there he types and also every type of thing to think of has got a little group parked up there to enjoy themselves mercedes and bmws um but it was awful weather and it just kept on dropping it down most i spent racing trying to find i'll try another wet line or a dry line you know there's so many different corners at Silverton trying to find some traction somewhere floundering around um, did win our class in the mclaren m1b the the can car i did have a very good um, fifth overall chasing young brundle home um in the Liston the race were into the dark and it was so dark at 9pm wow. and the headlights so cool. none of the marshals have got any illuminated flags and uh, there was one moment, about five laps ago, I was going down the, the club straight, and there was this gorgeous red sunset straight ahead of me, in my list open-top sports car. Uh, and it was a pretty epic moment, so I really did enjoy it. And wow. I had a and good ma- result in that.
1: Magical. So for those of you that don't know, in the UK... It's our summer, believe it or not, <laughs> but you would never believe it. It's cold, it's wet, it's unpredictable, uh, as you'll find out soon on uh, when I race at Silverstone. That video goes live this week. Um, but uh, good, good moments. You had a little bit, um, little bit of a tussle with Darren Burke. I saw on his I don't know uh, social media somewhere. Darren Burke was in e type jag. Apparently he won. He was. Yeah, he had red flags and all sorts and. I only know Darren Sam, because of the because of the um, Caterham racing. He's a bit of a Caterham expert in terms of a few of the
0: the top boys. Anyway, that's all on ITV4, I think. Or ITV, yeah, you did. ITV4 so you did the, you did so the watch, ITV did stuff it. with Nikki Shields. Yeah, so I, yeah, I was jumping off of out of the racing guy. It's smarting my hair up again. Hello, Nicky, Yes, and welcome to the Silverstone Classic. <laughs> so we've got two one-hour shows coming up uh, next weekend on ITV4. So hopefully you'll enjoy seeing those, at the Silverstone Classic. Brilliant. We'll put some tweets out for that well. as well cold and wet most of the weekend Dicey and <laughs> Martin Brundle Dyson I don't know who I was I was in the E-Type Jaguar Lister Nobly the Ford Capri the McLaren M1B and the TVR who else was there Tiff so
1: Martin Brundle anyone else that you sort of uh, any old uh, hacks and- I don't know I was too I was too busy
0: running. Damon Hill did some demonstration runs in his Rothmans Williams which was magnificent to hear that engine go around Silverstone again so Damon yep. was there um, yeah it's just a brilliant weekend that Silverstone Classic it really is brilliant
1: uh, next week, there's quite a bit going on next week, but we've got a three-week uh, gap for Grand Prix, but we've got MotoGP, yep. Syrian MotoGP,
0: World Superbikes. Where's that? Czech, in, Czech in the Republic? Czech Republic. Mo- yeah. Mo- 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 what's the called, track called? Anyway, I called think. that. Yeah, the motorbikes are doing what the Formula One cars do because they lost a couple of rounds due to COVID. So they've now got the Syrian Grand Prix this weekend and the Austrian Grand Prix uh, next week on the same track. You know, the, the Salts, not the Salts, but the ring ring um, hope we don't get that same accident they had on Turn Three with that bike flying through the pack. Um, yeah, and the super bikes we said. So yeah, that's all. That's all the real international racing in no, Europe. Is, we got, we got oh, in Europe, yeah, we got IndyCar and NAS- NASCAR next week. Yeah, as well. over the over the pond. Uh, IndyCar, a brand new street circuit, Nashville, which should be fabulous to watch. I mean, they're amazing around street courses in America, you know, because they've got these good, you know, open wide roads and 90 degree corners. I'm sure that'd be spectacular stuff for the IndyCar boys. And NASCAR as well, they're back on the road course back at Watkins Glen. And again, that's always a very spectacular race. Watkins Glen's a real old fashioned track with the barriers right by the circuit. They're up the curbs and off the curbs. And so, yeah, two good American races on Sunday night. So, if yeah, you could only watch deep one deep of deep. those races, IndyCar or NASCAR, what would you recommend people to watch for action? Oh, the, the IndyCar. Well, it's IndyCars, cool. you know, it's a really good single seater series. Okay. And um, and, and then back well. in Britain, we've got hardly anything after so, so much last weekend. It's excuse been me. Hey, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Excuse me. We've got oh, lots, yeah, of course we... no. Sorry, no. Yes, no, there And is. No, I've almost forgot. There's the British GT temperature. <laughs> no, excuse me. Apart from we that, have got there's, there's something pretty special we'll coming do. up next next Saturday.
1: Something I'm... very epically special. We have got oh, round list. five of the Caterham Academy at Brian Hatch, where of course there's Paul Marshall just. Uh, uh, passed away but um, so yes yeah, so Brian's hatch and you're going to be there you're going to come and cheer me on oh, and I am not so really? we're going to release a video this week from Silverstone explaining a few things and what happened if I
0: see you waving I'm not going to anybody. wave anybody if I see you trying to get a slipstream in quality if I see you doing anything apart from getting your head down and getting on with it I'm, I'm walking going I'm not home. waving you can punch me in the face <laughs> I am not waving I'm not ever my
1: hands are going to be on the wheel other than okay. that's it but- right can't okay. wait for that. And uh, all right, look forward to having a pint as well on um, Friday night. But we'll talk about that off air maybe. But thanks for joining us, as always. <laughs> and Cheers, Rob. T- t- Keep watching. We're global. Oliver, We're come and global. say goodbye. No. Come and oh, he's. Uh... Who else got bye, children? Oliver. Leave it. Leave a comment below. Bye. Tiff said goodbye. He says <laughs> bye. Bye. Cheers. <Jeez. laughs>